No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today, we see that God had a very creative way for the people to remember His law and the blessings or curses that would come upon them for obedience or disobedience. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Deuteronomy chapter 27 on Simply the Bible. When it comes to remembering things, I can be very forgetful. My wife tells me to get three things at the grocery store, and I remember two. So I text her, what was the third thing you wanted me to get? So when it comes to the 613 commandments of the Torah, how were the people supposed to remember them all? Clearly, some commandments were more important and commonplace than others. Today we see that God had a very creative way to help the people remember some of the more important laws. The purpose was to anchor these things in the minds of the people. We pick it up in Deuteronomy chapter 27. Now Moses with the elders of Israel commanded the people saying, Keep all the commandments which I command you today. And it shall be on the day when you cross over the Jordan to the land which the Lord your God is giving you, that you shall set up for yourselves large stones and whitewash them with lime. You shall write on them all the words of this law when you have crossed over, that you may enter the land which the Lord your God is giving you, a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord God of your fathers promised you. Therefore it shall be when you have crossed over the Jordan that on Mount Ebal you shall set up these stones, which I command you today, and you shall whitewash them with lime. Moses and the elders of Israel commanded the people to keep all the commandments of the Lord. So in one sense, every commandment was important and none were to be disregarded. On the day they crossed over the Jordan River into the Promised Land, they were to set up large stones on Mount Ebal and whitewash them with lime. That would have the effect of making the dark lettering stand out against a white background. Then they were to write on these stones all the words of the book of Deuteronomy. Verse 5. And there you shall build an altar to the Lord your God, an altar of stones. You shall not use an iron tool on them. You shall build with whole stones the altar of the Lord your God and offer burnt offerings on it to the Lord your God. You shall offer peace offerings and shall eat there and rejoice before the Lord your God. And you shall write very plainly on the stones all the words of this law. Now, God wanted them to build an altar of stones for offering sacrifices, but he didn't want them to use an iron tool. He didn't want any carvings on the stones. He didn't want anything to distract from the pure worship of Yahweh. We meet on Sundays at a school gymnasium, and I am thankful that we have this place to meet. It isn't fancy. There are no stained glass windows or sacred icons to distract us. There is no physical beauty to capture the eye. 
When we worship, we are simply worshiping the Lord. We have a worship team, but I would never want them to draw attention to themselves so that it would distract our attention from the Lord. I have gone to some worship services where everything was a polished performance in a very impressive building, but for me, it distracted from the pure worship of the Lord. We don't bring animal sacrifices to the altar as Israel did. Instead, we present ourselves as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God. We offer Him our thanksgiving and praise, and we want to keep it as pure and simple as possible. Now, when they brought their offerings, God wanted them to eat and rejoice before the Lord. How often they were exhorted to rejoice. They would worship the Lord with simplicity and rejoice before Him. Then, by the words written on the large stones, they would receive the Word of God implanted in their hearts. Sounds like a great recipe for a Sunday morning worship service. Verse 9, Then Moses and the priests, the Levites, spoke to all the Israel, saying, Take heed and listen, O Israel. This day you have become the people of the Lord your God. Therefore you shall obey the voice of the Lord your God and observe his commandments and his statutes, which I command you today. As the people of God, Israel had a great privilege, but they also had a great responsibility to observe the commandments that God gave them. Jesus said in Luke 12, 48, For everyone to whom much is given from him, much will be required, and to whom much has been committed of him, they will ask the more. We who have been blessed to receive more gospel light will have more for which we will give an account. Verse 11. And Moses commanded the people on the same day, saying, These shall stand on Mount Gerizim to bless the people. When you have crossed over the Jordan, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Joseph, and Benjamin, and these shall stand on Mount Ebal to curse Reuben, Gad, Asher, Zebulun, Dan, Naphtali. So the Lord had a very creative method to help them remember the laws of God as he would divide all the children of Israel into six tribes that would be on Mount Gerizim to bless and six tribes that would be on Mount Ebal to curse. And they would actually be standing before each of these mountains. We actually get the account in Joshua chapter 8. And the Levites would stand in the center reciting all the laws of God and the people would be saying, Amen. Verse 14, And the Levites shall speak with a loud voice and say to all the men of Israel, Cursed is the one who makes a carved or molded image, an abomination to the Lord, the work of the hands of the craftsman, and sets it up in secret. And all the people shall answer and say, Amen. So, one thing that was a common problem in Israel was the sin of idolatry. So God definitely mentions this one before them. Cursed is the one who treats his father or his mother with contempt, and all the people shall say, Amen. 
So this was the fifth commandment of the Ten Commandments and the first dealing with man's relationship to his fellow man, that is to honor your father and mother. Cursed is the one who moves his neighbor's landmark and all the people shall say amen. So God's respect of the boundaries of private property. Verse 18, cursed is the one who makes the blind to wander off the road and all the people shall say amen. I mean, the fact that God even has to say this, that there'd be people that would mislead the blind um, so that they sort of fall off into the ditch. It's terrible. And yet, obviously, God felt it important to remind them of that. Cursed is the one who perverts the justice due the stranger, the fatherless and widow. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is the one who lies with his father's wife, that is, his stepmother, because he has uncovered his father's bed. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is the one who lies with any kind of animal. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is the one who lies with his sister, the daughter of his father or the daughter of his mother. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is the one who lies with his mother-in-law. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is the one who attacks his neighbor secretly. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is the one who takes a bribe to slay an innocent person. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is the one who does not confirm all the words of this law, and all the people shall say, Amen. So these 12 curses would be shouted out by the Levites who would be standing in the valley as six tribes were on Mount Ebal and six tribes were on, on Mount Gerizim, and they would shout out these 12 commandments. And why these 12? We don't know. But for whatever reason, God felt it was important to remind the people of these 12. Now, those who would participate in this dramatic recitation of the blessings and curses from Mount Gerizim and Mount Ebal would never forget the experience. It would be imprinted in their minds. As a boy, I distinctly remember going to Yosemite National Park and observing the firefall from Glacier Point. It began in 1872 by the owner of the Glacier Point Mountain House Hotel. Each night in the summer, he built a campfire at the edge of Glacier Point to entertain his guests. Then he put it out by kicking the smoldering embers over the edge of the cliff. As the glowing embers tumbled thousands of feet through the air, they were spotted by visitors below in Yosemite Valley. It became an attraction that was observed from Camp Curry until 1968. And so they continued this ceremony. And it would go something like this. Hello, Glacier Point. Hello, Camp Curry. Is the fire ready? The fire is ready. Let the fire fall. The fire falls. And down came the magnificent glowing embers to the valley floor below. Like I said, I was probably only about five or six at the time, but it's unforgettable. I can still see it in my mind's eye today. That's how I imagine it was for the two to three million people gathered before Mount Gerizim and Mount Ebal. 
as the blessings and curses were shouted out, unforgettable, which is what the Lord's commandments should be for each of us as they are imprinted upon our hearts. Why? So that we won't sin against him. Now, to those of us who are under the new covenant, God said that he will not have the law on tablets of stone, but will write it upon our hearts. So I'd just like today to close in prayer and ask the Lord to do just that, because we really need God's laws, his commandments to be written on our hearts. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your word, and we thank you for what it means to us, Lord, and how it does direct us into a good way of life for all those who take it to heart and to do what you say. We pray, Lord, that you would write your laws upon our hearts and that you would give us grace to live by them. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow we'll see that Moses gives more details on the blessings and curses Israel would receive depending upon their obedience or disobedience of the Lord's commandments. We hope you'll join us as we continue through the book of Deuteronomy on Simply the Bible.